Thank you, Saurav. At the very outset, I would like to uh, appreciate the initiative of OCLF of bringing people together from different diverse domains. And Acharya it's an honor to be having this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, like I said, this is like one of the opportunities where we not only can get educated, like I said, defining, redefining, like Saurav reiterated, these are the conversations that actually not only help us to understand the concepts we think we have an idea about, but also strengthens the kind of belief system we have. So, Acharya I have your permission. I would like to straight away. Uh, Please, yes. Yes, let's, yes, yes, let's, welcome. Yeah. So, uh, you have quite an illustrious, um, you know, standing when it comes to demolishing all that is false, as your web team reads, and rightly so, because I personally find that intriguing because in a world of distrustful agendas that people carry, what has been your driving force? Because people either have blind faith in acclaimed leaders or they don't connect at all with this side of spirituality. So how is it walking between these two extremes that you often come across? You see, both these extremes are one thing, really. When people go blindly into accepting something or somebody, then they are not uh, inquiring, they are not uh, questioning, they are going by belief. Hmm? This belief is uh, on the traditional or religious side. Nevertheless, it is a belief. Then there are people who reject stuff and uh, are convinced that uh, the entire field of wisdom or spirituality is uh, fraught with charlatans and uh, mischief makers. Even these uh, people are not uh, inquiring or questioning, trying to seek the truth. No, that's not what they are doing. They too are just believing and this belief is a little bit on on the progressive side so called progressive side modern side liberal side whatever you want to call it nevertheless it is just a belief real wisdom or spirituality deals with inquiry. It does not exist to reinforce beliefs on either end of the spectrum or anywhere in the middle of the spectrum. So it's not as if one has to <coughs> straddle between these two ends. No, not, not really in between them, but beyond them, above them. Uh, one has to ask, one has to question one has to try to understand. You see, Vedant very emphatically elaborates and if you pay attention, it comes from our everyday experience also that our nature is to know. The nature of our consciousness is to know and without knowing, we do not feel at rest, at peace. Right? That is the reason we do not like it when somebody lies to us because he has prevented us from knowing. Knowing what? The truth. The truth at a factual level. 
the truth not at an absolute level but uh, <coughs> we are we are always looking for something we want to find we want to inquire we question so much even a newborn is touching this holding that um, groping in the dark doing doing stuff and it's very obvious that even in a in a one year or two year old the nature of the consciousness is to know so that's what spirituality is all about knowing not believing spirituality has nothing to do with any kind of any belief system people who think that uh, wisdom is about believing that such things exist god or gods or goddesses exist or heavens exist or life after death exists or, uh, or reincarnations exist or so many other things no 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 that's not spirituality spirituality wants to find out and question in all possible ways including all means and at both ends it wants to find out the truth of what we see and the truth of the one who is seeing it wants to find out the reality of the seen universe as well as that of the seeing mind the subject and the object both have to be known that's uh, spirituality so <clears throat> whether it's believers or atheists um they from where i look at them belong to the same bracket they are living in ideologies they are living in imported knowledge uh, into which they have not uh, bothered to deeply delve and uh, figure out the reality okay. if right now we are we are conversating this way this is a spiritual process in progress okay. a scientist in his laboratory experimenting to know what is really happening or what really happens is doing something deeply spiritual equally a person just sitting calmly and introspecting is doing something spiritual you write your diary or reflecting on the day even as you are to retire to your bed at night that's something spiritual now this is spirituality spirituality is not some mumbo jumbo or system of superstition or this or that none of that i think that makes a lot of sense and it is a very different perspective when coming from you that you know they don't necessarily belong to two different classes it's just one way from where you see it and uh, gives me a little insight as to how you look at people and i think that also supports why you're easily becoming people's uh, maybe if i can say favored person to go to these things because you uh, whenever you're telling somebody something which they don't necessarily believe in you don't come out as a hostile person which is otherwise the case because if i'll go to some person who has the knowledge and if i tell them that i don't know this and may not really believe into this they either would belittle me number one or either they would be trying to put forth their opinions quite harsh way so if you are coming from a perspective like that that uh, maybe you know we are both into the same 
I, like the same part of the spectrum. So it becomes very easy to speak to you. And then the conversation might be more meaningful and more uh, accommodating. Like if I can say as a viewer, as a receiver or a listener. So uh, that's great, Acharya. I think uh, the conversation, the purpose of it is coming to the person and getting to know what, what goes behind uh, of what looks in front. Like it is very easy to say that... Uh, you know, you are people favorite or it is very easy to say that you enjoy a kind of audience which relates to you. But behind this is this where you understand that it's not different at all. It's just about knowing at the end of the day. It, it is not relative to belief system. It's just that the day you know is the day you would realize that we're just all the same. Yes. You see, if you if you read the central um, texts of Vedanta Upanishads, they are all in the form of conversations. The entire process is very dialectic. Two people are conversating, the seeker and the seer. One is asking a question, the other is saying something in response. And then comes another question and then another response. And it's not as if the seeker is sitting there already converted, already prepared or predisposed to just accept anything. There are series of arguments. If you read how Gargi and Yagivalka are talking to each other, you would often even sense anger in the respondent because the questions are so sharp. Similarly, even in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjun is not an easy one to convince. At some point, he even almost goes to the extent of accusing Krishna that uh, Krishna is misleading him. So, it is not preaching at all in any sense. It's a, it's a conversation. Now, that's where real spirituality comes from. Now, contrast that to what we see even in uh, some of the elite ideological circles today. People are believing in stuff without knowing the facts, the reality. I'm, I'm not here referring to the transcendental truth. I'm referring here to the worldly facts. For example, somebody has a position on climate change. Somebody has a position on flesh consumption. Somebody has a position on, on, the, on the farm laws. Hmm? And people are sticking to their guns and very stubbornly defending their opinions. And you just scratch things a little and you discover that those opinions are without any factual base. We do not even know what is really going on and yet we are so insistent on what we want to say. Now this is superstition. So a lot that is very very modern is actually very, very superstitious. And a lot that is very ancient is actually very scientific, very pure and, and very egalitarian in the sense that there is a conversation in which there is no real authority. Even if there is an authority, the authority does not want you to accept his words Merely because they carry the weight of the authority. The words have to be weighed, assessed on their own merit. 
So that's the way of the ancients. A way of equals, a way of liberty, a way carrying the most liberal and progressive values. And contrast that to what you see, as we said, even in the most modern, even postmodern circles today. We call ourselves modern, but we are actually operating from very primordial centers. The center that we have inherited from the jungle, the center of the animal. No, The way of the animal is not to inquire, the way of the animal is to just rush after its animal instincts. And later on then we use arguments to defend our instincts. No, that's not good at all. That's not the way of consciousness. Hmm? To operate as per your instincts and then use logic or reason or argument to just defend your instinct. That's, that's hardly good. <laughs> You're quite an insightful person when it comes to understanding what is your method of approaching the content that you share with your audience, I think. Uh, to me, this conversation uh, not only tells me a lot about, you know, how you approach, like I said, but also why you're so conveniently convincing, if I can say that, when you speak to someone. Probably like this, if somebody is getting to know this for the first time, they might have their inhibitions, but if they're working with you through this, this uh, idea that you carry with you, I think it's very easy to really understand. It's very easy to imbibe and it's very easy to relate. <laughs>